Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Friday, April 1st. It was only about three weeks ago that my colleague Mallory Samara told us the story of Annie and Grinnell the pair of beloved and internet-famous Falcons who called Berkeley home, living atop the famous Campanile. Here on the UC Berkeley campus, love is in the air. 300 feet above the roaming students and faculty members, on top of the famous bell tower or Campanile, are Annie and Grinnell, Berkeley's hottest couple. Annie and Grinnell are two peregrine falcons, and they've lived atop the Campanile since 2016. But Thursday afternoon came sad news. Grinnell was found dead, laying in the road in downtown Berkeley, not far from the historic tower he and Annie call home. It's devastating news, leaving many of us here in the Bay Area with questions. And to get answers, I connected with Mary Malik. She's monitored Annie and Grinnell with the Cal Falcons organization and is a raptor nest monitor for East Bay Parks and the Golden Gate Raptor Conservatory. And for Mary, it was a difficult day. It's hard to put into words what these animals come to mean to us, isn't it? It is. We get to, we really do get to know them. They, they are individuals both in looks and in personality and We've had such a rough time with with Grinnell and and with Annie for the last five months. Everything everything has gone very smoothly since 2017, and then this fall, Grinnell was injured and recovered quite well. And Annie has laid two eggs and was due to lay another egg this morning. And. Um, We've had a lot of problem with, with floaters. With, they're uh, both male and female um, peregrines that are looking for a nest site. And so they come around to take opportunity uh, in case uh, something's happened to one of these birds. And we heard around noon today that there was a dead falcon in downtown Berkeley. So. I drove over there and not not really expecting to find Grinnell. Um, I I really thought it would be something else. Do we know what happened? Uh, I think we 
We assume that he was chasing one of the floaters off. We know he did that a couple of times this morning. Um, I think it, it was a, it's a big female. There there have been two very big females around, one adult and one second-year bird, a juvenile. And they're, the females are much bigger than the males, so he was overmatched in a lot of different ways. I think... He probably was hit and either knocked to the ground or killed and fell to the ground. Uh, I don't think we'll ever know which. Mm -hmm. When you say hit, you you think hit by a car or hit by... I think he was probably hit by the peregrine. He... He and and ended up in the ground on the ground. Now he might have ended up on the ground alive and then was hit by a car. Um, we know he was run over more than once, but whether, yeah, that you know, I I ran out in front of a couple of cars just to stop the next one. What was the injury that had him in the hospital three months ago? That perhaps um, he may not have recovered from fully. Yeah, he uh, he was likely attacked by not just one, but but a pair of peregrines. There were there was a pair around, um, and they were seen fighting. Three of them were seen fighting. He had um, he broke off the end of his beak, which isn't a serious illness uh, injury. He had a very large scrape under his right wing. He uh, had us. He lost some feathers under his chin, and some of his um, some of his wing feathers were a bit frayed and ragged. So it's possible that all of those things he may not have been able to fly with the same speed or the same lift or maneuver the the way that he would if he was completely healthy and hadn't had a previous injury uh, in fighting off one of the floaters or trying to escape one of the floaters. Is that? possible or it's possible um we've seen him fly we've seen him bring in food uh and we have seen him chase off floaters so we know he could do it um he may have been at a disadvantage i i i'm i don't know for sure how old was grinnell and how old is annie uh, we don't know how old annie is um eight or nine maybe um, she was an adult in 2016. That's all we know. Grinnell, uh, should have looked this up, but I think he was hatched in 2013, uh, in Contra Costa County. Um, yeah, so they're fully mature adults. They aren't, neither one is past their prime. Um, in fact, he was probably in his prime right now. When you talk about these floaters, uh, what is it that the male in particular, Grinnell in this case, is trying to fend off? What are these floaters trying to get? Is it is it their food supply? Is it their eggs, their babies? Is it trying to bully them away and take over their nest? What are they fending off? What was he perhaps huh. fending off today? Usually what happens is that the female will defend against a female floater just because they're a better match in size, and a male will defend against a male floater. Um, but any getting ready to lay eggs is 
uh, a little busy right now. So it's his job to take on both any male or a female who comes around. They get they get more protective when they have eggs in a nest and they get even more protective when they have chicks that have hatched. They don't let anything come close. And usually what they will do is warn them. They have a particular sound that's a cat, 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 that will warn any kind of, uh, any kind of danger away. And every peregrine will recognize that and won't come close. Um, but that's not what happens what's been happening lately we've had we've had several floaters land on the ledges and this morning the second year bird actually went into the nest box with the eggs mm. and that's a little unusual what is it trying to do what does it want does it want that egg uh, no, it probably, it wants the territory. It sees an opportunity for a really good nest site and it's, it's willing to, uh, it's willing to try to get it. Um, Annie, Annie and Grinnell's job is to defend their territory and a floater is, their job is to find a territory. And so there's going to be conflict. It's, it, it, it's probably, I mean, it's, it's not it's all of the all of the floaters that we've seen up close look well fed none of them you know none of them look like they're sick or like they're looking for food um so it's it's territory that they're looking for and it's it's nesting season and it's it's kind of imperative if they're if they're going to pass on their genetics that they find a territory they, for the most part, and you can help educate us a little bit here, will mate for life, will pair for life. Is is that they, accurate? It's somewhat accurate. They are probably at least as bound to the territory as they are to each other. Okay. Um, they are they are tied to each other, but they are equally tied to the territory. Um, if something happens, like something happened to Grinnell. Annie is is very likely to pair up with with another male. Um, she might there might be another floater out there right now who already has figured out that Grinnell isn't around. Um, now the eggs that she's laid now are are not going to, not going to hatch because Annie and any new male are going to have to go through pair bonding rituals in order to establish um, a pair bond uh, between the two of them. And only then can, will they, will they, will they pair up and lay eggs? It's not too late in the year for that to happen. It's getting kind of a a little bit uh, toward the end of, of breeding season, but there still is time. Tell me a little bit about that, about, why these eggs are unlikely to survive and and what is the component of the bonding ritual and that experience that means that these these eggs these potential chicks won't match it's it's the male's job to hunt for for the female and for the chicks annie can't sit on the eggs and keep them warm and go out and hunt it's 
it's just not possible for her to do both. So she will have to leave the eggs in order to go hunt. And that's, that was Grinnell's job. Um, she, you know, she, she could go out for short periods of time and what Grinnell will do is cover the eggs. Right. But, um, she can't do that on her own. Mary did tell me that in the midst of losing a beloved peregrine falcon like Grinnell, there is a silver lining to all of this. It shows the value of conservation work. Just 20 years ago, peregrine falcons were all but extinct in North America, and the evidence that the population is thriving is all around us, in the form of pairs like Annie and Grinnell nesting atop the Campanile in a dense urban setting in the middle of us humans, and the floaters coming from as far away as the Sacramento Valley. All of it points to the health of the peregrine population. Thank you again to Mary Malik, and thank you for listening. New episodes of Bay Current are out every day, and we'd love to be part of your daily routine. You can subscribe to the Bay Current podcast on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, just about anywhere you listen. And we're on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again on Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.